Hi everybody and welcome to the first Mac Life podcast in our series. We've got a really busy month coming up, so this week we're going to be focusing on the fact that it is International Women's Day, today the 8th of March, and we've also got Mother's Day, which is coming up at the end of this week. Thanks Natalie. I think International Women's Day is so important because it's a day globally where we can celebrate women's achievements and really fight for women equality around the world, so it's great to have that moment for everyone in the business to kind of focus around that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, girl power week it is. And you know, I mean, sadly, realistically, guys, not everybody's got a mum. So I think it's really phenomenal that around the time of Mother's Day, like we've got International Women's Week where we really can take the opportunity to like talk about women and speak about women who are inspirational and heroes in our life. And of course, it's always a great moment to bring up how phenomenal Britney Spears is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Britney. Any excuse to slip her in there. <laughs> you did You did say that at the beginning, that you would find any opportunity to get Britney Spears plugged into this. Yeah, or Little Mix. And you're doing, you're doing, you're doing a great job already. May I just quickly say, Little Mix just won Glamour's Woman of the Year today. So more inspirational women right there we love it absolutely i love that girl boss girl power i think we have um we have this is a great intro for us to introduce our girl boss and our our, our mac our face of mac uh nisha spence is in is that the what building i'm known as is that what i'm known as now now the face of mac <laughs> the face i'm of gonna mac. i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take it <laughs> Well, I feel very honoured to be your first guest, put it that way. And let me just tell you, I am so excited for these podcasts. And I know that when, Lou, you put that post up on Workplace about that you were doing podcasts going forward, everybody is just loving this. Yeah, we've had some great comments. I feel like you guys are going to take over the world. Literally, I feel like it's going to go global. But I think that about everything. (laughs) I think I'm I'm going to win the lottery every week and I never do. So let's see how we get on. (laughs) We've got a good start. And you're the best person to start us off on that. So, you know, thank um, you, just a great introduction to you, Nisha. And for anybody that hasn't seen you um, on billboards across the globe, on any Mac Mac marketing, global Instagram posts... um, I mean, if you've been to Update, you would have seen her on a, on a PowerPoint. <laughs> Just to confirm, I don't always put those PowerPoints together, okay? I do think we need to give a very quick backstory here because no one will know what we're talking about. Like, basically, Lewis, Natalie and I slag Nisha all the time <laughs> because her face pops up everywhere. Every, every conference call, every slide every training seminar Nisha's face pops up so we always say that it's Nisha that puts her face in there to make herself the face of Mac so this is why we're slagging it again yeah I'm sure you guys have probably heard Lewis saying it in the training room as well so just to confirm a lot of the time it's not me that put those pictures in there Sometimes it also is, though. I just like to sneak one in there every now and then. I mean, we're talking about International Women's Day and we're just tearing down Nisha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't quite think this was the concept of International Women's Day. But no, we, the reason she's always in the podcast is because, obviously, you've been with Mac forever and you're an incredible makeup artist and incredible speaker and an inspirational woman to a lot of women, I'm sure. So... Amen. Yes, I love that. Thanks, Lou. Thank you, guys. Inside and out of Mac, because obviously you've got your following on social media, which is growing and growing all the time. You've done some amazing stuff um, 
around the globe, haven't you? So it's been great. Yeah, do you know what? I think, I mean, International Women's Day, like you guys have already said, is such, you know, it's such an incredible time. I feel like we celebrate women every day working in the brand that we do. But I feel like on International Women's Day, it's just the opportunity for us to amplify our voices that little bit more and really just celebrate all of the incredible women in our lives. And Mark, like you said, with with Mother's Day today as well, you know, we not everybody has that mother figure. You know, they might not have their mum around, but I, I always feel as though there's that woman who is that inspirational and aspirational figure in their life. So I just think now more than ever, it's such an incredible time to be talking about it. And, you know, Lou, you mentioned about how I've been with a brand for a while. You know, I, I can't, I honestly cannot believe how quick the time goes. It's 18 years in August. Wow. I know it's, it's just crazy. Like, you know, for me, I started off and it was meant to be a part-time job while I was at university, but you work for such an incredible brand and the, the opportunities that come your way are just phenomenal. Like there isn't any reason to ever think about leaving and I think we are a brand where we really value, you know, women and what we believe in and the opportunities that come our way. And I know now I spoke to you about this, but being a South Asian woman in the beauty industry is also quite a big deal for me as well. You know, you don't see a huge amount of women, a huge amount of South Asian women that work in the beauty industry. You know, I, I don't mean just a freelance makeup artist, but I mean... You know, whether it's artists on the shop climbing floor. The yeah, exactly. Or climbing the ladder or anything like that. And I feel like for me, you know, I, I've had a couple of people reach out to me and say, Nish, do you know what? It's great to see somebody, you know, that we look similar to in, yes. you know, in head office or as a trainer. And, and for me, that's a big deal. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more because I feel exactly the same way. And I think looking at Instagram and looking at social media as a whole, you have representation in certain aspects in the business. But when it comes to places like having a job that you have, that you know, titles make a huge difference. And when you've got people in head office that still hold that position and manage to be held in such high regard as you are, that is when we can look at you and think, okay, true inspiration. And you have put in, you, you say there's all these opportunities, but I truly believe in what you put in, you get out. And that shows how much you have done for this brand and how much you do for all of us. Um, but in terms of having that influence of a South Asian cultural difference, I think that's lovely. Yeah, it's huge, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just think, you know, at, at times like International Women's Day, Mother's Day, it's about taking that moment, isn't it? Just to stop and think about, you know, those retail artists, those retail managers that we look at and think you guys inspire us. For those of you that are listening to this, like, yes, we can sit here and talk about, you know, head office and, you know, the trainers and the education team. But ultimately, like we look at our retail artists and our retail managers in store and you guys are the ones that constantly inspire us, not just on International Women's Day, but every day. Like, I think that is a moment for me to think about and recognise as well on, on moments like this. Yeah. And you know, what I would also add not one of us on here are actually a mum. Now, we might be a mother in a different way, but biologically, none of us are a mum. I mean, two of us, obviously, that we can understand why. <laughs> 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 but the other two, it's a very different way. And we have people around us um, that we can celebrate. And we, you know, 
shout out to all of you mums out there and dads, but shout out to every single mum on International Women's Day and Mother's Day that have been homeschooling their children, that still might have been having to um, look after your kids at home, but obviously still balancing that work aspect as well. So um, that's a shout out to you guys. Yeah. Like I see all of these um, memes and things that come up. Is it meme or mem? I don't know. Meme. I say meme. <laughs> meme. Memes. <laughs> Memes. Somebody said mem to me once and I was like, oh, is it mem? Maybe mem is plural for meme. Memes. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Some people will just think it's me, me. Yeah. It's all about me. Me, me. <laughs> so I see all of these memes around International Women's Day when it says, like, what is your superpower? And it's my superpower is being a woman. And, you know, as much as you might see those and think, oh, that sounds cheesy. Like, no, no, actually, it's not. Like, you know, women in business and the business world and just in the world in general have had to go through so much to be where we are today and we are still going through so much to fight for rights in certain aspects of certain things in life but Mm -hmm. we just did that unconscious bias training didn't we and that Mm. just opened up so much about oh my god um, it was amazing yeah you know when women are um sure of what their answer is they're seen as bossy um or you know rather than assertive like a man so i think there's so many different barriers that we still have to break down but um we we are getting there we are doing this together i think we take it for granted as well working in a female dominated industry and company like we have so many amazing powerful women in our company and i think sometimes we kind of live in a bubble and we forget that but actually in the real world what challenges are for women and everyone that's such a great point Lou yeah I think we live in a bubble don't we kind of sometimes that we we have like gay people working amongst us females like in powerful roles and we don't really see the kind of bad side of other companies and other industries where that would kind of be really tough for them so I think having international women's day just kind of makes you think actually we're really lucky to have these women in these roles killing it but I also think we're lucky to have people like you and for, you know, this is from my experience, but having you and Mark as males in our education department, but you two are like the biggest cheerleaders of everything that we do. So it's so lovely to have that support. Um, and even from this podcast, people will be able to hear that as well. So, you know, without people like you in the world, women may not have actually got as far as they have. It is something we have to do together. It isn't just a female decision. It is something that the human race has to do to um, become better, just like lots of different paths and discriminations in the world. Yeah. Like, I love hearing when mothers say, my son will grow up as a feminist. I'm like, yes, he will. Yes, I love that. Totally. A hundred percent. And you know, I'll tell you, there's no one worships women more than a gay man. (laughs) (laughs) It is almost drummed into us growing up to worship the grounds that women walk on because whether it's our pop icons or our mums or strong like characters and programmes or strong women in their life, I think we're just attracted to to everything about a woman. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's the sex appeal, whether it's the image, whether it's like how they make us feel empowered or whether it's how they can emotionally understand. Like women in general are just I love that. Phenomenal. Like 
like in every single way. And there's so many biological things as well. Like we just don't understand as many either, do we, Lewis? Like all the hormones, the time of the month, giving birth. I mean, things like this blow my mind. Get me and Natalie on a call during that time of the month. <laughs> oh my and God. Everybody just wants to disconnect. To be honest, the other day I had really bad stomach cramps one morning and I thought, you know what? Like if anyone ever says to me, I'm not feeling great. I don't know if I can do this because I'm on my period and I'm having really bad stomach cramps. I was like, <laughs> I'm never even going to think twice. Like, I was like, imagine if I had this every month. I was, I had it for about an hour. And I was like, if I had this every month, I don't think I'd cope. <laughs> I say the same thing to my husband every month. I'm like, if only you men could go through it for one day. Oh, just one day. They wouldn't be able to. And then I just turn around, eat chocolate and cry, probably. I did go for it for one day and that was enough. So I totally <laughs> applaud you. <laughs> so. One thing I will say to that, Mark, is I will never... Oh, I have never experienced so much attention and so much love. And I get such a big head when I've had a night out in Soho. Like, <laughs> it literally, I get chatted up more in Soho than I do when I go anywhere somewhere else. that is completely, <laughs> yeah, that anywhere else in the world. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love it. We worship the ground you walk on. That's what it is. You're like, yeah, actually, I do look like Beyonce. You're right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Absolutely. I am Beyonce. So thank you. <laughs> just funny isn't it I just think like you're right Lou like I think what you've just said really resonated with me as in if we were to work in a different workplace would work life not be as easy but would it be more difficult in a male dominated environment and I'm sure like it probably would be because I think especially after being with the brand for so long you get used to being in that environment where your voice does matter and your opinions do matter and we are in a workplace which is what 99% women so Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has really got me thinking. Oh, well, good. I'm glad this podcast has been thought-provoking. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> it's been a In so many ways. Now. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Amazing. So um, we haven't really touched on, we know it's International Women's Day, but have we really touched on where it even started, where it came from? Even Mother's Day, um, wh- where did it come from? Well, we discovered the other day Mother's Day was biblical. We didn't realise. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> that was a real eye-opener. I was shocked when you told me that, Lou. It was from the 16th century, wasn't it? And it was um, a celebration of Mother Mary. And that's how it came about, which is why it's the fourth Sunday of the month of Lent. So um, somebody that went to a convent and I have been raised from my Irish and Jamaican parents. I still did not know that after all these years. And maybe I've forgotten it because I think during Lent, Easter takes over and then Sorry to say this, but all the chocolate. <laughs> I love that you associate Lent and Easter with just chocolate. My mum, my Irish mum would absolutely go mad at me right now for saying that. She's like, Natalie, that is not what Easter's about. But in my head it is. It's when you're allowed to eat something that you haven't eaten for, eaten for 40 days and for 40 nights. <laughs> that was back on the milk and bars. Yeah, I, I'm actually ready on them. <laughs> <laughs> But I was I was actually shocked, though, as to like when when you told me that, because I didn't realise it had any biblical references. I actually thought it was purely and this might be bad to say, but I thought it was just a, you know, way for shops to make money. Yeah. Commercial like Valentine's Day. But I guess everything comes back to a to a meaning, doesn't it? Yeah. Like there is an origin, isn't there? Yeah. Which I love. I absolutely love that. And Natalie, you did something amazing with Mother's Day with your um, contents for Boots, didn't you? Yeah, so um, this Mother's Day, I think, obviously, for everybody, it's so different. Some of us haven't seen our mums. Some of us are 
becoming mums in very different ways. Um, my sister is currently pregnant and she's going to be a mum, which is going to be so exciting. We cannot wait. She's actually due on St. Patrick's Day, which is amazing for us because obviously we are half Irish. So that day um, I will be celebrating regardless, um, <laughs> which is great to have another reason. But I did something for Boots recently. And um, for every Estee Lauder brand that is in Boots at the moment, we wanted to think of ways that we can celebrate our mums. And one thing it got me thinking about was the fact that although my mum is Irish and looks very different to me, um, you know, like I used to go supermarket shopping with my mum and I'd, you know, sometimes you forget the bread or something. And so you run and go and get the bread and whoever you're with stays in the queue. I used to go get the bread, come back to my mum and the shop assistant or the people in the queue would be like, excuse me, there is a queue if you want to get to the back of it. Because they just didn't, they didn't understand that me and my mum were together. And it was only until my mum would say, oh, that's my daughter, we're together, that they'd sort of think, oh, right, okay. It, they just didn't, it didn't resonate with their minds. So my mum is so different, but what my mum has always done is brought me and my brother and sister up to appreciate and love our differences. And our hairs are different, our skin tones, our lips, our, our features, everything is always you know, um, not like how hers were. So when you're younger growing up, you always look at your mum and you want to be like your mum. So, I mean, I was already taller than my mum by the time I was about four. So realistically, we were always going to, we were always going to be different. Um, but the one thing that me and my mum love is Ruby Woo lipstick. And I know that it is coming back to MAC and products and, and but this is real and we want to keep it real, as we said before. Um, but me and my mum both love Ruby Woo lipstick. So for this Mother's Day, I did a little video for my mum and I bought her a little Ruby Woo and a couple of other little products that she loves. But every time I wear Ruby Woo, she's like, is that Ruby Woo? <laughs> and I'm like, Aww. I'm like, yes, mum, it's Ruby Woo. And she's just like, I knew it. And I'm like, you're so good at that, mum. But really, I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> I feel like nowadays, even if it wasn't Ruby Woo, you would have to just say, "Oh yeah, yeah it's Ruby Woo." Yeah, just to exactly. Make feel good. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> I actually have. I've done the retro mat. I've worn a retro mat, and she's like, oh, "Is that Ruby Woo?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I can't tell you that it isn't." I'm like, "Yeah, Ruby Woo." <laughs> <laughs> I love those makeup moments, though, Nat. Especially, you know, with that makeup moment with your mom, because I feel like, yeah, you know, whether it's your mom or that mother figure that's in your life, you know, or father figure. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone. Whichever inspirational person it is that, you know, almost um, enhanced your love of makeup. Mm -hmm. I feel like you, there's always a story to be told behind that. Absolutely. There really is. And that's what got me thinking. And whatever shade of foundation she wears and whatever products, our styles are completely different, but we have that one little product and we um, actually took a picture before now of us both wearing Ruby Woo and it's just that little moment it's it's more than just the product but it's just that coming together and it's that memory I will always have for the rest of my life if I ever put on that lipstick if even if it's 20 40 years away from now yeah it will just make me think of my mum yeah absolutely there's two there's two things that always remind me of my mum Nat and listening to your story has just reminded me of it the first one was being um so I'm originally from Birmingham, if you can't tell from my accent. A lot of you probably I already tell. know. I couldn't tell. <laughs> um, but walking <laughs> into the house... <laughs> so um, walking into the house of Fraser Beauty Hall in Birmingham and just looking around and mom choosing her makeup. And I always remember her buying her foundation and watching her putting, putting it on and saying like, why have you got two foundations for mom? And she's like, because I can't find my shade. Aww. So I have to mix two together. 
So I'm not going to mention the brand of who it was. It wasn't. It wasn't an Estee Lauder. But we know it wasn't Mac. No, it wasn't Mac, and it wasn't Estee Lauder. Um, so it was a brand that doesn't do makeup anymore. That's probably the reason why. Well, that's why. But, yeah. Um, yes, Mom always always used to buy two foundations, and I think they're about forty pounds each. <gasps> and she'd she'd use both of them together and mix them for her shade. And then the other thing that reminded me of my mom was I would always watch my mom putting her blusher on and she would put it on her cheeks and then she'd always put a little bit on her nose, forehead, chin. And I do exactly the same now when I'm doing my makeup. <laughs> like I'll put my blusher on and then I'll just finish off with a little bit on my nose, forehead and cheek. Always, always makes me think of my mom. Aww. Just passed down the signature Spence look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Surple Spence look. Surple look. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like these are the little things that I think are really lovely to think back. And right now, the time more than ever, we are sort of resonating or, um, you know, just thinking back and thinking of memories, because sometimes that's all we've got right now. But for us, we can really relate that back to our mums. So Mark and Lewis, I ask you, what are ways that you remember your mum? Do you know what? My mum wasn't really... Um, I mean, I give her all the makeup in the world. Like, you know what it's like in a staff shop. I'm constantly buying stuff. Like, I'll give that to my mum for Christmas and I collect it throughout the year. I'm like, have you used this? She's like, no, I'm keeping it for best. I'm like, oh God, you, yeah, but, you don't, but, you, but you don't really go out, mum. Like, just use it. Like, I'll get another one. She's like, no, I'm, I've only put one spray on. I'm not using it anymore. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but I think, I mean, when I look at pictures, my mum in the, like, the 80s, 90s had like massive hair and everyone knows me. It's got huge hair as well. So maybe it's come from that. But we've got very different hair. Hers is very fine and thin and blonde. And mine is like too much hair and dark um so she's always really jealous but yeah when I, I do go around actually and do her hair for her and stuff and do her makeup when I can well when we could um but yeah I mean I think with my mum as well it's always kind of been like actually more hair than makeup because when I was younger like I would always be like oh let me do your hair let me brush your hair let me plait your hair like always just doing her hair all the time and she used to have these ridiculous like plaits and ponytails and god knows what when I was really young <laughs> so I always thought like I'm gonna be a hairdresser and like I was always allowed to do that and we were laughing the other day about a story like I could I literally would wear anything to school that I wanted I could play with anything that I want I could literally do whatever I wanted and my mum would never judge and like I used to I remember one day went to school and I had like a proper bowl cut and I was like <laughs> um and I've got two sisters as well so I was like um I want some plaits on my fringe and she was like Okay. And then she put these plaits on my fringe, just like this bowl cut with three plaits at the front and just wore them, wore them to school. And I gave zero. Yeah. So we need to see pictures of this. <laughs> oh, I need to find. I don't think there is any pictures of the plaits. And it was like, you guys thought I was meant, meant like that I did this every day for like a year. I did this probably twice. But how many plaits were there? There was three plaits, one in the middle, two on the sides. My mum's not great at hair either. So God knows what it would have looked like. But <laughs> I'm sure it looked a sight. I mean, I could, I could easily do it at the minute, but it's so funny. Um, but yeah, just always been very like, let me do what I want. And like, I know now I don't wear tons of makeup and, and I do ha my like hair and stuff, but I'm not over the top with like makeup necessarily. I don't wear, tend to wear tons anymore. But then I did when I started with Mac, I used to work in Bath, which was like very posh and very to do. And like, I used to walk on my lunch break with like, I used to wear designer purple eyeliner and like full on eyeshadow down to Sainsbury's to get my meal deal. And people look at me like, 
what? And I'd be like, what are you looking at? <laughs> like, I had a proper attitude about it. And, and I kind of missed that. But that's just so lovely, though, that you could do that. Like, you could just be who you are. You know, your mom supported it. She plaited your hair for you. You had those three plaits. You rocked it. <laughs> She's probably very disappointed now I don't wear more makeup and do more crazy things for my hair. But, yeah, it's just been given the opportunity to be allowed to do that, which I know for a lot of people aren't. So, very lucky. Yeah, I mean, Lewis, I was the complete opposite from you, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, I grew up in a really small town in Scotland, and it was just very different. Like, my dad, very sadly, was very homophobic growing up. So, and I never knew this. Like, I didn't know because I didn't know what it was. You know, I was like a wee boy. But I think, like, my mum is probably the most phenomenal person to me because... And it's actually only looking back I realised everything she'd done because yeah. you don't realise at the time no, you what don't. your mum's doing for you. Like she, from I started doing ballet when I was six and she knew that my dad wouldn't like it, wouldn't approve of it. So she was telling him right up until the age of 14 that I was going to football and karate lessons. And I mean, he was never really interested in coming to see me. So really she knew this, that she would get away with it. And I mean, when it all came out, it was, oh, I'm sure you can only imagine the family drama when it all came out that actually I was a wee gay boy ballet dancer. But I'll tell you, she was fiercely loyal. Like, she went behind his back to support me and my dreams and to try and let me be who she knew I was, even though he was very, um, very against it. So it was always that weird double life. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm. you know, like Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana. Like, <laughs> I would go to ballet There's another classes one of those and... names he's popped in. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> I would go to my wee ballet classes and then my mum would support me and I'd come home and I'd have to be a wee straight boy. Um, but yes, yeah, she, I mean, I remember, um, and I mean, I'm not going to get too deep here, but I remember she, like, when it all came out and things were not good at home, she said, don't even ask me to pick. I will always pick my kids over you any day. Oh. My kids always come first. And it just shows, like, I mean, it's just that motherly loyalty. Do you know what I mean? That fierce passion for their children. Like, it's just inspiring. What an like, incredible It's something woman. I would never see from a male side of things. Do you know what I mean? From a fatherly figure. I never ever had that, sadly. So I feel like that's also why I'd, like, look up to women so much as well. Because women are way more open-minded, in my experience, than what a lot of men are. Do you know what I mean? And it's... It's crazy how different things were for both of us, but we're for all of us, actually, even though we're all in the UK. For all of us, yeah. And look, we're all here. Yeah. Exactly. The, all, all of our journeys brought us together. I mean, I think it's kind of... Uh, all the stories we've su- just told have been very, like, positive, but I know for a lot of people, they either don't have a mum figure in their life or um, the mum's not with them anymore. So I think that's what's great about having International Women's Day so close to this, because even if you haven't got a stories like that to share, then there is always someone in your life, even if you don't know them, like Mark said about, like, pop stars and celebrities, sometimes actually mm. get you through a time that, Absolutely. from them being powerful and them being independent, actually really inspires you to get get through life a lot of the time. So I think it's great to have these kind of um, bookended together, really. Oh, yeah, Britney Spears got me through everything, I tell you. <laughs> like, I'll never forget when I get given that Baby One More Time tape, and it was a single tape that shows you how long ago this was, um, and at the B-side of Autumn Goodbye, I'll never forget it. And it was actually my brother went and stole it from Asda. <laughs> 
never <laughs> tell you that. But anyway, because um, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So he literally went and stole it for me, knowing how much I loved it. And I played that Baby One More Time song until the bloody tape broke. Until she said, no one more time. Out, exactly. <laughs> not anymore. Oh, my gosh. So much emotion with these stories. And I think that's what makes us so passionate. And that's what makes our brand so special because truly every memory and everything that we learn from each other um, and what we hold in our hearts about our brand and our lives, it just merges so nicely together, doesn't it? And I It think really does. We love sharing and hearing this from every single one of our teams out there as well. So it isn't just something that we want to share with you. We would love to hear your um, memories and your stories that you've had with your mum or somebody special, your sister, your dad. Maybe your dad was the one that repped for you and he's made you a really empowered, strong woman. And it's, you know, it, it, that, that this is what we want to celebrate. Yeah, 100%. So if you guys want to pop this on Workplace, share an inspiring story like Natalie just said, female hero, your mum, your dad, anyone who's inspired you to kind of be the strong, independent woman that you are. And then think about a product that when you put it on, makes you feel like that. So I know Natalie said earlier um, about Ruby Woo. And how does that make you feel when you put it on? I'm just, I'm basically Beyonce in Soho once again. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have that one product that when we put on, we feel confident like I know Natalie you talk a lot of the time about and actually you do as well Nisha like studio fix is your jam and when you put that on Mm. you feel ready and I feel like there's always a product that you know like you can't live without and that it does make you feel like that and a lot of the time it is a hero product because those hero products are heroes but also it could be other products as well so have a little think about that share your story it can be a photo or a video let us know Um, we love to see it yeah, make sure you tag us on the, the picture of the video. And also, sorry, I've, I'm just going to say it, like hero products are going to have to be Shiro products during International Women's yes. Day. Yes. Oh yes. You're a Shiro. I'm, I'm going with it, guys. Hashtag Shiro products. Yeah, I was literally just think stall and then like, I haven't thought of a hashtag for this. And then it's like you read my Shiro. mind. Shiro. I love that, Nisha. Mag Shiro products. There you go. There's your hashtag. Love that. That is, how did you think of that off the top of your head? I actually don't know. This is why women are so good. <laughs> I'm really impressed. There's my contribution. Yeah, well th- done. that's all that's we needed. That's why we invited you on. That was, do you know what? That was enough. That was a mic drop moment. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Nisha's signing off for the day. She is like, I've done my job. Yeah. Cheerio. See you later. <laughs> so let's just confirm then the hashtag is going to be Max Shiro because it's going to be celebrating International Women's Day. But like we said, these mother figures um, are sometimes not always female. They might be non-binary, they might be male. So anyone in your life who is a hero for you, um, but just taking this moment to celebrate International Women's Day, but share your stories with that hashtag so we can see them all, which would be absolutely incredible to get to know you guys, to know your families, know your background, or just to be inspired with the people in your life. We know a lot of you are out of the business at the minute, but we just wanted to talk about some new launches that are coming out in the month of March. So we have the Mother's Day lip kits, which are online at the moment. So there's two sets on there for Mother's Day, including Powder Kiss liquid and bullet lipsticks. There's also a video on there by Ashley Bunce as well, talking about Mother's Day and talking about her mum. We also have Black Cherry, which is launching in March. So that amazing cherry blossom collection and that has the new Glowplay lip balms in it. And we're also having another collection of a re-promote of Magic Radiance Fix Plus as well, which is an amazing product that we've all come to love. So we're taking a moment to celebrate that again in March. So I hope you've all enjoyed this episode of our Mac Life podcast. We have shared 
um, some lovely moments with each other. We've truly gone down memory lane as well, I think, haven't we? Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's been really nice. Thank you, Nisha, so much for your input, for sharing your Thank hashtag. You. <laughs> your amazing hashtag. Thank you for hashtag. having me. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I feel like I want to do this every time with you now, so... You We've might. got other guests on next week. Oh, okay. So, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know Nisha, I'm just going to invite myself Nisha, to this. Nisha, you are always, always welcome. You know that already. A permanent <laughs> residency. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Like Brittany in Vegas. Yeah, there we go. I'll be yeah. your Brittany, Mark. <laughs> yeah, no, um, thank you so much for listening. Come back again with our next podcast and our next edition in our series. Until then, take care and celebrate your hero or your loved one on Workplace so we can look at your memory lane too. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.